the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us admit to God the sin which always confronts us. Lord God, we have sinned against you. We have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Dear friends, hear the good news. In Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. The Lord enrich you with grace and nourish you with blessing. The Lord defend you in trouble and keep you from all evil. The Lord accept your prayers and absolve you from your offenses. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
I have a pro I have a problem because if I'm supposed to be doing the, the readings, um, suddenly I don't have the the uh, the page in front of me. It's not uh, on the screen. I only have people. Yeah, it looks like Joe got kicked off the meeting, so I imagine he'll be back shortly. Oh, okay. It's probably just internet or something. Yeah. I'll text him and make sure it's okay. All righty. I can get to the website on my iPad, I can. I can get to the, the bulletin. So just one second. <clears throat> what is the reading this morning? Maybe I can just oh, look. No, I'm, I'm the reader, but I can't, there's no, there's nothing I, on the screen. I, I, can read, I can read it off the bulletin. I have the prayer of the day. The prayer of the day is next. I couldn't, I couldn't. All right, you want to do it because I couldn't get to the okay. bulletin. So. Prayer of the day. Oh God, by the passion of your blessed son, you made an instrument of shameful death to be for us the means of life. Grant us so to the glory of the cross of, of Christ that we gladly suffer shame and loss for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Okay, I've got the readings now, so I can do the reading. Okay. All right. The first reading is from the book of Genesis, chapter 17. When Abraham, Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am the God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you and will make you exceedingly numerous. Then Abram fell on his face and God said to him, as for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you the ancestor of, of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your offspring after you throughout their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land where you are now an alien, all the land of Canaan for a perpetual holding, and I will be their God. God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of peoples shall come from her. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. <laughs> Okay, uh, do folks uh, want me to go ahead with the song? There's no words up on the screen, but what's everybody think? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go sure. Ahead. Yeah. Let's give Pastor a little time. 
Yeah, go ahead. I hear you well, though. Be still and know that I'm with you. Be still and know that I'm Be still and know that I'm with you. Be still, be still and know. When darkness comes upon you and covers you with fear and shame, be still and know that I'm with you and I will sing your name. If terror falls upon your head, and sleep of hunger comes, the words I said, be still, be still, and hold. You go through the valley and the shadows come down from the peak. If morning never comes to be, be still, be still, be still. If you forget the way to and lose where you came from, if no one is standing beside you, be still and know I am. Be still. And know that I'm with you. Be still and know I am. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd of his disciples and said to them, If any want, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their lives will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? 
those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We're continuing this week in a series of homilies that are all about the meaning of the Eucharist. And today we're presented with the story of God's covenant with Abraham and Sarah. When we think of covenants, we usually think of an agreement that makes or that benefits at least two parties who sign up to some sort of deal. A marriage is a covenant between two people that's hopefully mutually beneficial if you take out a loan, you might sign a financial covenant. This is what I'm going to get, and this is how I'm going to pay it back. I spent Tuesday night last week on a call about a board covenant. People agree to a set of expectations and norms about how this organization is going to run. 
entering into a covenant restricts some of your options, but you do it because on the whole, it makes your life better. But one of the things that's interesting about the covenants we heard today to Abraham and Sarah is that it doesn't directly and immediately benefit them. This isn't like last week's covenant where God agrees not to flood the face of the earth again. That's obviously going to be good for Noah. And it's not like the covenant we're going to hear about next week to Moses and the Israelites on Mount Sinai. That has an obvious immediate benefit to them. But the covenant with Abraham and Sarah is different. Think for a minute at exactly the event. God promises them the land of Canaan, but they're never actually going to hold it securely as long as they're alive. And God promises them descendants, but they're actually never going to meet most of these descendants. This is a covenant that's made with Abraham and Sarah. It's the covenant to understand Lutheran theology. Then when God makes a promise, when God makes a covenant, it doesn't just end with the recipient. It's never simply, God does this for me and I do this for God. God gives me the grace, I give God the thanks and praise, and that's the end of the transaction. But God's promises always radiate outward. They involve more and more people. If you've been to a baptism here, you probably notice the rite doesn't end when the assembly says, you have been joined into the body of Christ. Good for you. This is going to be really nice for you. It ends when the assembly says, join us in bearing God's creative and redeeming word to all the world. Which gets at exactly why the baptismal covenant and all of God's covenants are so important because other people depend on the covenants that God makes with us. The way that I've explained this in an excessive number of homilies now is that God is for us so that. God is always for us. For us means that God takes an interest in our lives and desires our flourishing. But God is always so that. So that means that our relationship with God is never a private thing that's sort of sealed off from the rest of the world, but it always radiates outward. And today's reading from Genesis is a good example of that. God's promise is for Abraham and Sarah, but it's not just for them. It's so that more people might be grafted into God's life. People like Isaac and Jacob, people like Jesus and Mary, people like you and people like me. When you read this covenant with Abraham and Sarah, sometimes it's tempting to wonder who exactly is benefiting from this covenant until you remember who's reading it. And that brings us back to the Eucharist because the promise God makes to us in the Eucharist is like the one made to Abraham and Sarah. It's for us so that. When you receive the Eucharist, the words you hear are the body of Christ given for you. Not the body of Christ is already here, and if you want some, that's like fine with us. But the body of Christ is given for you in particular. When Jesus says, this is my body, he means that his body's present for you. 
and it's given to you so that you can serve others as the body of Christ does. You probably but strengthen us in love toward one another, strengthen us to serve all in need, send us forth that we may proclaim your redeeming love. The people who are grafted into God's covenant aren't just the people who are around the altar rail on Sunday morning, but everyone that we encounter. Now, sometimes we lean too heavily on for us or so that. Sometimes we think of communion too much in terms of for us, or to be more specific, for me. We talk as if the Eucharist exists so that God can forgive my personal sins. The next time you're killing time in a grocery store or a big box store or whatever, I encourage you to spend some time looking at the greeting card aisle and going through the first communion cards. And notice what is always on them. There's always bread, there's always wine, there's always a Bible verse, there's always a kid dressed up in their Sunday best. That's all fine. But notice what's never on them. There are never any other people. Communion is all about you. And if there is anything in your experience that isn't exactly what you want or what you desire or what you expect, well, that's a problem. But sometimes we go too far in the other direction too. We go too heavily on the so that. This one's probably a little harder to see, but sometimes our language about the Eucharist strengthening or empowering us for service and mission can lead us into thinking that the really important stuff happens outside somewhere. It happens outside the church, outside of liturgy, outside of worship. In a lot of churches, they have a sign posted by the exit so that when you leave church, the last thing you see on the way out is now entering the mission field. And it's not necessarily wrong, and it's coming from a well-intentioned place. But if you believe that the kingdom of God is also present in the liturgy, in the meal, then mission happens here too. This is also where God's work gets done. If we think that God's redeeming, reconciling, and renewing work happens everywhere except the liturgy, then that probably means we should be thinking about the way we do the liturgy. If you go too far into for us, it's just a less tacky version of the prosperity gospel. I don't expect God to give me a McMansion and a nice car, but if I give God an hour of my time, I expect to feel spiritually comfortable and be told that I'm right about everything. And if you go too far into the so that, you're just being legalistic and utilitarian. Communion exists mostly for the calories. Why even stay for the benediction? Get back outside where you can do something useful with your time. But if you can hold those two together, the for us so that, that's where the gospel is. That's why Abraham and Sarah's covenant with God is so important in our own story. Because the same God who meets Abraham and Sarah at the end of their lives, when they had come to the end of their story, meets us here today in the middle of ours. That just as we are the heirs of Abraham and Sarah's covenant, that God makes us the conduits for others to grow in faith, hope, and love. 
here at table, God gives us an eternal covenant so that we can be present for others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. unmute yourself as we join the church around the world confessing our faith using the words of the apostles creed i believe in god, god the father, father almighty 
creator, creator of heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. I believe in I believe Jesus it. Christ, God's Son, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Relying on the promises of God, let us pray boldly for the church, the world, and all people in need. Your gift of grace is for all people. Give confident faith to all the baptized that they may follow you wholeheartedly. Give new believers joy in your promises. Give hope and courage to those who suffer for their faith. Hear us, O God. All the ends of the earth worship you. From galaxies to microorganisms, preserve your creation. Teach humanity to wonder at your works and to join you in tending to creation's well-being. Hear us, O God. You rule over the nations. Raise up advocates for peace and justice within and between nations. Give life where hope seems dead. Call into existence new realities we cannot imagine today. We pray especially this week for the people of Belgium, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. In Jesus, you joined humanity in suffering and death. Reveal to all the depth of your love shown on the cross. Accompany all who suffer in body, mind, and spirit. Restore, restore all who are sick or grieving. And invite any petitions that you have at this time. Nita, Rick. Mama. Then Dan, my kids, Timothy, Creed, Katie, and Christopher. Hear us, O God. Your mercy, Your mercy is great. Let us pray for hope, that it will be the fruit of a living faith, that at all times there will be people growing towards the light, filled with courage, and never ceasing to be hopeful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. At Thanksgiving, we remember those who have died. Keep us in communion with all the saints until we at last find our rest in you. Hear us, O God. Your mercy, Your mercy is great. We offer these prayers in the name of the one who bears the weight of the world, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Peace be with you, everybody. God Let us pray. God, our provider, you have fed us not with bread alone, but with words of grace and life. Bless us and these your gifts, which we receive from your bounty. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may the Lord be with you. And also with you. 
Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We give you thanks, Father, through Jesus Christ, our beloved Son, whom you sent in this end of the ages to save and redeem us and to proclaim to us your will. For he is your word, inseparable from you, through whom you created all things and in whom you take delight. He is your word sent from heaven to a virgin's womb. He there took on our nature and our lot and was shown forth as your son, born of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary. He, our Lord Jesus, fulfilled all your will and won for you a holy people. He stretched out his hands in suffering in order to free from suffering those who trust you. He is the one who handed over to a death he freely accepted in order to destroy death, to break the bonds of the evil one, to crush hell underfoot, to give light to the righteous, to establish his covenant, and to show forth the resurrection. Taking bread and giving thanks to you, said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his death and resurrection, we take this bread and cup, giving you thanks that you have made us worthy to stand before you and serve you as your priestly people. Send your spirit upon these gifts of your church. Gather into one all who share this bread and wine. Fill us with your Holy Spirit to establish our faith and truth, that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ, through whom all glory and honor are yours, Almighty Father, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, both now and forever. Amen. 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 And gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, all be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, be done. on the earth, earth as it is in heaven. Taste and see the Lord is good. Let us pray. Merciful God, accompany our journey through these 40 days. Renew in us the gift of baptism so that we may provide for those who are poor, pray for those in need, 
fast from self-indulgence, and above all, that we may find our treasure in the life of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. help if I unmuted myself. Uh, at this time, we open things up for any announcements, joys, and concerns. Does anyone have anything they want to share with the congregation? 
I see none. I um, apologize for the tech issues and thank you for just going on in the service. I, I went to check on the YouTube stream and I think it was too much. So uh, apologies for that. Um, a few things I wanna to bring to your attention. One is we have the midweek discussion meeting God and Mark on Wednesday this week. Uh, we had a nice, we had maybe, I don't know, half a dozen people on Wednesday. So we had a nice group. I invite you to come through for that. Uh, Sunday School and Confirmation meets today at 4 p.m. And if you're doing the Lutheran World Relief Personal Care Kit, there's stuff in the newsletter about that. The item for this week is a bath towel. Um, so that is what I have for announcements. I have one other thing I want to sort of talk about a little bit today um, as a way of getting ready for Holy Week. So one of the things that we've been working on with our council and sort of programming is trying to figure out what we can do uh, within the COVID guidelines we're sort of working with that's gonna be meaningful for Holy Week. Um, so one of the things we're gonna be doing is having stations of the cross that are set up in the Memorial Garden uh, for your own sort of personal private uh, use. So you can come here anytime that week and a few things we're gonna have. One is we're gonna have um, a playlist available of music selected by all of you that's meaningful to you uh, with regards to Holy Week. So I've, I've been asking for music and, and that's why. It's not because I need a new you know, driving playlist or something. Um, so you can contribute music for that. We're also gonna have a guided audio sort of prayer walk and I need people to read for that so that you can come here, you put your headphones in and you can pray with members of the congregation, even if you're not physically together. Um, and I could also use, if you have prayers or poems that are meaningful with Holy Week, send me basically anything that's meaningful for Holy Week. And I know Anderson and Lily are here. If you guys wanna write some stuff or do art, I would love to use some of that. Uh, that's great. And the example on the bottom is, this is a Episcopal church in Georgia that did something similar over the summer. Uh, this was Anna's idea. So thank you to Anna for the idea. Uh, that's all I have in the way of announcements. I invite you to receive the blessing. We go on our way to act in accord with Jesus' words and deeds, to be salt of the earth, to seek justice, to build peace, to protect the creation, and to gain life. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, bear God's creative and redeeming word to all the world. Thanks be to God.